Welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 58, R for Rarkinists. We know you're not that quiet, Roman. We only wish you were. He's trying so hard right now. You can see the sweat beating on his forehead. He wants he wants to say words. Look at him. <laughs> Look at all those words he wants to say. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Uh, that's uh, that we'll we'll use that lick as the starting gun for that. So, hi, welcome to Steam Power Scandals. I'm your host, Doug, and with me are people that have opinions on things. Sometimes singular things. Sometimes lots of things. Anyways, getting on to the introductions. I'm tired. Holy shit. Just didn't, didn't realize that until my inability to ad lib just kind of. <laughs> went just gotta shake it out. Shake it out. Come on. You're, you, you, you were a theater kid, right? Kind of. Energy. Energy. <laughs> theater energy. <laughs> oh, my spine. Okay. You have that is the voice of Pear, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I've ever yep, like never actually confirmed that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I was going the hard route and trying to figure out the origins of it and pronouncing it that way, but yeah, it's like the fruit. That's a lot easier. Like the fruit. It's <laughs> how I introduce quick... myself at parties. Yeah, give us a quick rundown of uh, who you are, what, why you're here, I guess, because you're pretty new. Have you ever been on the show yet? Um, No, this is my first time on... Uh, the, the, the greater, the grander of the two Iowa, uh, Malifaux podcasts. Oh, um, I was on... It's got the flattery. <laughs> yep. The only that reason we're greater like is because we didn't quit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, serving up harsh friends. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I'm, I'm Admiral Vorkraft on the Discord forums, whatever, um... You can find me, sh- old man shakes fist at Cloud, um, complaining that the game's different now than it was in second edition. <laughs> Which I'm going to try to keep to a minimum on this uh, episode because that voice is upsetting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I started playing early in second edition. Um, showed up on schemes and stones a few times. Um, most recently I was on there getting absolutely my face kicked in trying to play, um, Hamlin, the Piper into, uh, old one. eye. um, yeah. Uh, I have strong opinions about family right now. And otherwise, um, I'm just going to try and, contribute color commentary to everybody else's better informed opinions. Yeah, who the hell would choose better to have children form. in this kind of environment? <laughs> well, Actually, I did, so... <laughs> Jeffrey! Hi, I'm Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. Jeffrey like Dahmer, Sweeney like Todd. Um, I'm here with lots of bad and divisive opinions. And no one's gonna like Excellent. my opinions. Not even me. Well, it's not very divisive, then. <laughs> we here at Steam Powered Scoundrels take ourselves very seriously, so please get out. <laughs> <laughs> and let's do Eli next. I'm just going left to right. Hi, I'm Eli. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up is um. Well, Nate and Roman seem to have accidentally fused together. Um, it happens. Yeah, sometime. we're we're officially one being for yeah. at least this fusion weekend, dance. At which point we will split once again. We're sharing a microphone. That's Until why the convergence happens once again. Nate was good synchronized drinking there. We don't even practice also, that. <laughs> yeah. I also appreciated that when he licked your face, your your beard sort of fused. <laughs> it um, looks like a Velcro and, effect. Yeah. Yeah, it was... You uh, get the ripping sound as we come apart. You <laughs> should wash that. Is the fusion name Norman or Rate or... Oh, what what would you name us? Norman Rates, yeah, yeah. you got it right there. Actually, <laughs> yep. Anyways, we're going to be talking about this one podcast. <laughs> it is it is that time of year where we talk about sort of semi serious stuff for once, and we give our wish listing for the errata that we have no idea is coming out. We got we got sort of an emergency errata. It felt like an emergency errata in November. That was mostly addressing serious issues with stuff from Malfo Burns, but was not addressing the rest of the game. So I'm hoping we still see an Emirata sometime soon. Uh, that being said, there's always there's nothing wrong with wish listing Emirata whenever it does come out. So this is the time we do it. Deal with it. <laughs> you know, what faction do we start with? Reverse alphabetical. Down- no. <laughs> I was I was well, gonna say okay. we should probably start with like the glaring issues first, just in order of of severity. Go with those couple, get them out of the way, and then we can. What start are those glaring issues, Roman? I'm definitely not going to run and get a drink while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, obvious issues. Uh, beards aside, um, ten thunders should probably not be drawing thirty cards a turn. Um, yes, that should be left to Somer in second edition. <laughs> and Lynch in second edition, also true. Mm-hmm. And I think a Should couple other in second edition. Yeah, <laughs> they kept hand size for a reason. Yeah, yep. And that was for a very good reason. And yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think the the thing that jumps out to me about my understanding of the the Koji and friends problem is that it seems to be based on a looking at it reasonably, probably unintended uh, wording on the card of just, like, it can stack. Oh, for, um... Uh, for the drawing. Yeah. Um, hang on. What is their actual keyword? I'm trying to look it up. The Yuri. Sakura? Sayuri. Got it. Sayuri. Tiny little problem. Part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, and protection money's been around for a while because the crime right. bosses have it. Yeah. My understanding is the issue here is that keyword has the ability to drop enemy, enemy scheme, scheme markers, markers easily. Yeah. Enemy so, scheme markers by targeting friendly models, so you control the entire yeah. the entire arc of the interaction. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I think we'll touch on this again in the Damien discussion. And I'm gonna definitely hammer it home in the family discussion. But when you control all parts of an interaction, that it's not a game. Really, yeah, yeah it, it opens the door for some really potent effects to go from being like, "Oh, what a neat thing that happened," to like, "No, dude, this is oppressive." I <laughs> can we? Can I just concede and we re rack with different crews? 
place. Um, and I think that's where the, the Koji Shen interaction is at. And absolutely. I, my preferred adjustment would just be to change the change Koji so that he's that's uh, enemy only targeting restriction. But failing that, to, uh, four winds punch could just push the markers instead of removing and redropping them because that's not the first time that that interaction has caused problems. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, because even yeah. if you, even if you solve the 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 front facing issue of there's no interaction, like technically that interaction still exists. It's just harder to do. And yeah, then, you know, I mean, it's, if, it's if potential future proofing, yeah, because you're not going to change all of the protection money abilities. Yeah. Now I will say, like prior to <laughs> prior to the release of Koji, I I think. Protection money drew a grand total of across the game, all games. Uh, I don't know, ten cards ever. So like, <laughs> there's maybe another issue with some of the ways that um, the schemes and strats incentivize play in certain ways and um, abilities like protection money. I would like to see more relevance, but this is not the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's more of a gaining grounds issue than an actual errata issue. But yeah, yeah, I actually with with that, I think this is a good uh, segue to bring up something I've been thinking about a lot. One way, because you you said it perfectly, the schemes and strats incentivize certain ways of playing, and even deeper than the schemes and strats, the scoring timing incentivizes certain ways of playing. Because when yes. you have a total yes, of eight eight points, yeah. Yeah, when you have a total of eight points and three of them have to happen at the end of the game, that's, what, about 40% of your points? Uh, that mean you have to have people alive at the end of the game to set up the things to score. Overall, I think for strats, the, the setting it up where you score once per turn is good, but I think locking all of the schemes into you score once, whenever you score, and once at the end, I think that is limiting them on some interesting design space. And I think it is limiting players on, if you're playing competitively, you are limited to a more aggressive play style. Because no matter what the uh, the pool, you can always say, I just want to spend turn one and two killing not a ton of models, but more models of yours than you will of mine. And as long as I keep that up, you have no actions at the end of the game to be able to play. And it it, it incentivizes that while not giving enough balancing incentive to more clever play as opposed to just aggressive play. And I, I think above all the other things we're going to talk about tonight, I would love to see, not in the next errata, but in the next Gaining Grounds, uh, weird to say, hey, teams can be scored on any two turns after the first, so long as you don't score both parts on the same turn. Ooh. I would love it even more if they pulled that even further apart and said, this scheme can score once per game. If you do X amount, it gets you one point. If you do more, it gets you a second point. Do that on a couple things. Doesn't have to be all of them, but it gives you more variety. Uh, and that would, I think, open up plenty of options. I think the reason why um, Second Edition, which was a wildly unbalanced game, um, had a yeah. reputation for balance is because you could go, oh, this matchup sucks. 
let me pick the two schemes that require the least fighting from me. I will play for seven, <laughs> and I will try and to hold that's them enough. to six. And mm-hmm. that um, that dynamic not being available in third edition exposes a lot of the weaknesses, uh, the the unbalanced um, aspects of the game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I agree. Can we can we please bring back more flexible scoring? We tried this; it was neat, but like. I think we have enough data now to know that it was better with more flexible scoring. Yeah, and I would say, like, the addition so far has been fun, other than there's been a couple burrs here and there that have popped up. But aside from those, it's been very fun, but we've been doing it long enough now where it's like, okay, we've, we've found the formula. Hit just a little harder than the other person, hit it earlier than the other person, and get your schemes more and lock them out of them. Stack focus on your severe six model and <laughs> yep. uh, one shot every minion off the board. Yep. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Like, I think we could probably cut out two thirds of the severe six models, and the game would suddenly balance very, very much better. <laughs> or, or you you allow for earlier scoring, such that if mm-hmm. I. I mean, I already, and and this is going to come in with my family opinions, but I already hire pistol arrows. Yeah, you make that face. Uh, <laughs> <but the laughs> no, that was not not that wasn't necessarily a. I mean, mild surprise because like nobody does that yeah. for the most part. But I I do recall I had like one game where I was like, yeah, I should have hired a pistol arrow just for yeah. like the the AP because I they I, I really this. enjoy hiring pistol arrows in Carve the Path and in yeah, Cursed Object or not cursed not cursed objects um covert operations hmm. the okay. other CL one <laughs> and they do work there but not against uh, an opponent that is like ah yes there's a model that exists somewhere on the board I will deal six damage to it because I built my crew to project six damage 30 inches out at whip. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can extrapolate that out, and that is a reason why a lot of five, maybe six stone models are, are that I think at least some of them we're going to say tonight need, need some help. But right. I think a number of them, if suddenly they weren't one-shottable from so far away, or basically at will, as you said, like, they would see play as they or are. if even like I hire th- if I hire three pistoleros, one of them gets ganked by your dead rider catapulting across the board. The other two score me four points. I'm I'm cool with that. You know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. suddenly yeah. I will be hiring a bunch of minions that get me an AP advantage turns one two three. Right, mm-hmm. that's very worthwhile um, in a way that it's just not when. <sighs> the bulk of the points are locked behind having models to influence the board on the bottom of turn five. Yeah, exactly. Um, And also, I I think that's a uh, a good, yeah, go for it. Another benefit of having like scoring not be at the end is that like we've, we've done games where we played M3E, but used M2E scoring and they're faster. Like Mm -hmm. you finish games a lot faster. And that is a big issue for, Tourneys is just not finishing games, especially when there's a lot of models in the game that benefit from later turns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's there's whole crews that like benefit from masters who get stronger by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. 
But if you don't reach those, like, turns four and five, they're going to be... If something interrupts you. <laughs> yeah, like the end of the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> the thing I was going to add to what Eli was saying is, in addition to actually playing faster, the scoring of 2E in 3E that we've done, even if the game runs roughly the same length as uh, 3E, which I think it did the first time we did it just because we're going, okay, what in this scheme needs to be adjusted? Oh, wait, we missed that. That needs to work a slightly different for this to work. So that kind of slowed us down. But even then, they feel faster. The game does not feel grindy because 3E, while great, the schemes are so specific in some cases that you you feel, even if you only need a certain number of actions to do them, setting them up and doing them, that feels fine. But now you have two more turns in the game before you get to turn five and can score the other one. You might be able to set up turn five, or the, the turn five stuff before that if it's a scheme marker-based thing, but anything movement, stuff's gonna move in two turns. You can't preset for that, pretty much. So you have two turns of, well, I might as well kill something. Or I might as well try to survive and hopefully be able to run away and or tank whatever's coming to my face. Like, there's there's not many options there. Whereas the 2E scoring, there was enough there where it's like, cool, I've scored, I'm going to set up for the other one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I'm going to do. And or the other part that I don't think we get enough of in 3E with the way it is right now, I have to read what my opponent is doing and try to stop them. Like active denial that's more than just killing. You had more of that. So there was more interplay. In yeah, I, I think people, yeah. Um, especially people who maybe didn't play a lot of 2nd Edition, um, are hung up on the notion that, like, you could have games where mostly the crews both ran their own game, both players played their own game, and there wasn't a ton of, like, interaction. And I, I had one of those games in all of 2nd Edition, and I played almost daily for a while. And uh, it's the advantage of living with your main opponent. Um, <laughs> right. Um, and... Uh, yep, that was good. <laughs> I, I Again, one game in, in all of second edition where it was four turns of, well, we both ran the schemes that we picked and then the strat point on turn five decides the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. With that exception, every game, even games that had almost no attacks made, <laughs> let alone landed, were highly interactive. And there was a lot of like, okay, I'm going to drop this marker here. I'm going to, you know, run this faint. I'm going to, I'm going to start handing your models cursed objects. Now I need to keep them alive. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm I'm kidnapping your model so you can't kill it to deny me points. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like really, really fun interplay um, that is still totally like, there's no reason why the model interactions in third edition can't support those sorts of really like weird sideways thinking games. It's just mm-hmm. that the, the schemes and strats don't support it. And yeah. I would like it if they did. <laughs> we are on the same page. Doug, Jeff, did you have anything to jump in on the the scoring hopeful future ideas? Uh, the only thing a lot on it. I had in my brain was, what if 
because like I remember second edition was ten points max, not eight, because you could score more stuff on the schemes than the strats. Also, what about first turn scoring? Is that too messed up, or because it's something with certain things you can pull off, but it was you know something you could do before, but like guys in hardcore can do it now, but you know generally would first turn scoring make things different or would it cause more problems um i mean i'd be i'd be willing to try it uh i i don't feel strongly about it because i haven't really uh i haven't played it (laughs) yeah same i i personally think first term scoring would be more beneficial in making the game less let's murder everything because i've had lots of games where it's like hey do this thing with a model or even like um uh, hidden martyrs, for example. It's like I want the model to die, and it dies first turn. It's like, well, I didn't want it to die yet. <laughs> <laughs> My mm-hmm. opponent has no incentive move. to not just murder everything first turn that they can. There's no reason to not do that. Mm-hmm. I, there. I, I will redact what I said earlier, which is I, I have actually played um, some three turn format games um, mm-hmm. where you can score end of turn one and. I like it in the three-turn format. I don't know. I, I would say that if if that were the only change in a five-turn game, um, it probably wouldn't solve, wouldn't wouldn't address the issues that I've felt. Because even if you can score your first three points on turn one, your last <laughs> three points are locked at the bottom of turn five. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, combine the two, then where you could yeah. score your second point. Anywhere after your first point, and you could score on turn one. Is that making then, the game then too fast? Where turn two, you've got your eight points, you got your well, your your uh, six points roughly, and you've got two more turns to run out your strategy points. What do you do? I mean, there? the AP efficiency crews are very happy with it. Um, <laughs> Tull loves it. Right. Um, Lucius yeah. might even be happy with it. An elite model might hit the board at any point. Uh, sorry, a non-lawyer elite model might hit the board at some point. Um, but uh, I, I mean, I I play it. I, I'm definitely yeah, not pooping. I think it would at least be worth testing to to see how it works. I will say there there is a certain degree to which um, if like Vendetta and Assassinator in the pool, then. Scoring turn one just means that Alpha killed the model and scored two points. So yeah, but yeah, that would be the the one immediate issue I would think of. Doug, what you but got? I try it. Um, didn't realize we'd be talking about game rules, but <laughs> <laughs> me neither. It just happened. Okay, so you're the one that brought it up. Rowan brought it up. Yeah, because you had a good segue. <laughs> okay. okay so the one issue is another issue i see with turn one scoring is that more favors fast crews and also can completely fuck you over if you get a bad deployment zone Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i could see that so so slow rolling crews are at a disadvantage and that's not necessarily a bad thing you might have to flex out into a more fast option if you brought it but I mean the the speed of models is designed around turns turn two scoring. I feel like, yeah, yeah um, that's a fair the, call. That's a good point. Yeah, the way the three turn format gets around that is just um, 
only allowing wedge and uh, flank deployments, um, which is probably something you'd need if if you were just doing turn one scoring by default. Well, I guess what I'm saying is people should play the three-turn format if they're worried about games uh, uh, going too long, because it's great. Unless you're playing Key and Gong. Well... <laughs> Someone's got to be the loser. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I guess... Um, Yanlo uh, original flavor is not particularly happy, but <laughs> writers Someone in general. Please think of the writers. <laughs> oh, yes. Someone think of the writers. <laughs> Buff the writers. That's my call. Actually, all four of them. Mecky to the uh, buff list. There. Thank you for reminding me. There <laughs> mm, we go. I mean. I haven't seen too many writers in third edition, and when I have, I've just blown them off the board by mid-turn two, and that's been that. Which is basically my experience with them in second edition, too, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think too highly if, of the if writers. If past turn two, they, they run the table often. but Yeah, they, it really looks like they would, two. which is why I just... They have <laughs> a bigger target on Deal their backs than an effigy with the upgrade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I've never seen anyone play in years. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've all done it recently. Well, I play a lot yeah. of henchman-led crews, so that's a common thing for me. Sure. The, the other thing, and I don't have a, an answer for this, but we've brought up that five soul stone, maybe six soul stone less models have an issue with being played, and you, you know, point out they're too easily killables is one of the things. And we can add them to the buff list and say make them a little bit tougher or make them worth worth the risk, but I posit we could possibly find a solution within the changing the rules itself where you get some sort of benefit for either bringing specifically minions you might have to limit it to like six soul stones or less, but or when they die you get some sort of benefit. It doesn't have to be big, but say, like, a minion that costs five or less that's significant without a summon upgrade gives you a soul stone when you die, when it dies. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Um, I think that that's the sort of thing that, like, you'd go card by card putting, like, demise, demise whatever, expendable or, or whatever on, on cards that need it. I think that there's plenty of fine four and five soulstone models and and that the biggest offender is or the the prime example is uh the soulstone gammon which are you know four stones crappy little models put a single severe five into them they they die um but they get to do everything that they want to do from the back edge of your deployment zone so um good luck with that which is setting up a segue back into Damien if we want to talk about that now. You guys did bring up Damien. <laughs> yeah, I was okay. going to say, you, was, you are now the, the king of segues this episode with a pair of them. Ha <laughs> Wow. Can I mute Roman? Yeah, without <laughs> muting Nate. You mute me too, but that's fine. That's, <laughs> fine. that's a sacrifice I'm willing, I'm willing, to, I'm willing to make. Sword. <laughs> hey, Nate, I know where another mic is that's not far from that room. Oh, yeah, I can just walk a door down and be on Eli's mic. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, let us move on to an issue that I think at this point everyone has, to one extent or another, witnessed. Hey, there it is. 
I hate that. <laughs> like cry. Just how are we fixing Damien? Or is it the witness keyword itself? Because I've only really heard Damien 2 is the big, 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 big bad boy. So I actually think that outside of the hands of someone who is as sharp as um, your your Carnage or your Maniacal Cackle or whatever, I think that Damien 1, that, that Aspirant, is actually the stronger baseline master because it is easy to guess wrong with um, the other one. The murder one and um, unbound, unbound. Thank you. Stupid and sexy Damien. Yeah, stupid sexy Damien, and <laughs> and just get Damien. murdered or you know stunned, shunted off into somewhere irrelevant. I think that, and this is going to be a this is going to come back. I'm seeding this now because it's going to come back in a minute. Card draw when you give it at, like, massive scales, is a problem. If a crew is drawing three cards a turn over a couple of models, that's really impactful. When a crew is drawing 15 cards a turn, effectively, and building in suits, um, you're just taking all of the variants out of the game. Actions Mm -hmm. should be allowed to fail, sometimes? Or, like, it should be a decision point. That's the that's why we flip cards. That's why TNs exist. And when you just overpush the the resource generation potential of a of a keyword, it almost doesn't matter. And I say almost because elite mimic does exist. It almost doesn't <laughs> matter how much uh, uh, how bad their actions are. You just have the cards to push it through. And Damien Witness just has great actions across the board. The biggest issue with Damien too is that those ish- those actions can suddenly have a range of the board with very little yeah. recourse um, due to the way how's the soul works, and you've got fif- you've got fifteen cards to play with. You're gonna push your actions through. So yeah, I I would say configuration just needs to be less impactful across the board, and then. Um, Unbound, and and that probably addresses the issue with um, Aspirant because he's killable, he's annoying, but like he's he's a pretty delicate control master. Um, if you remove, if you take fifteen cards a turn away from him, <laughs> Unbound uh, really needs to not have um, how's the or, or uh, refraction words, 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 words. Um, he needs to not let, yeah, refraction is the one. That's a problem. And then remove that. He's probably fine. Honestly, maybe, maybe remove redirect magic. Um, because redirect magic, well, it is totally fine on spell eaters. Spell eaters are seven stone, seven health models. And there's just, it, it is a, some of these abilities scale geometrically. Mm-hmm. Um, redirect magic is just exponentially more impactful on a, for some reason, 14 wound um, <laughs> aggro master yes. than it is yeah. on I a so many stone. wounds. Six, yep. six, 14 wounds. Six, yep. six, 14 wounds. Every time I look at the card, I remember there's something else stupid about it. But honestly, <laughs> like, Might. refraction, get rid of it. And. 
redirect magic, put give him something else instead. And if the configuration builds somewhat less efficiently, he's fine. Um, I agree with everything you said, and the one other thing offhand that I would recommend shifting is he can do as many of his triggers as he wants, and two of them are add blasts and injured to models damaged by this action. I think one of those two needs to change. (laughs) Even if severe injury was changed out for something that says The the target, that would be fine. Sure. But yeah, I, that would be a, another change that would be good. Um, what What is the thing Wong got that you can't declare triggers against him? Oh, uh, I, I don't think it would make sense because I think it's like the three demon bag. Yeah, okay. Some, yeah, but something, something, something along to those that. lines, instead of redirect magic, I could see working well. That That is more, hey, you try to think. No. <laughs> As opposed to, you try to think it's mine now, and boom. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I think really the problem is resource generation, and everything else compounds with that. Um, the only other thing that I would say, and this is honestly more of a pet peeve than it is, and a compounding issue with other stuff than it is like its own big thing. But Lohith should probably not be able to give positives to damage. Yeah, that would be a good one, Doug. What you got? What is specifically generating all these resources? I I apologize. I have not had my ear to the ground for as far as meta goes in the past couple months. And I think our listeners usually aren't the meta type folks. So if we could be very overt with what's going on. Yes. Uh, who wants to take it? <laughs> uh, I'll cover at least configurations. <laughs> not me either. Go for I'm it. Also not crazy familiar with Damien. Um, so configuration is the thing that Pretty much, well, repository is the thing that uh, the whole witness keyword has. When this model activates, it may add a card from its control hand to your configuration to draw a card. So you have innate card cycling with every activation, so long as you play in keyword and... Why key- would you not? Exactly. The keyword's synergistic enough that, yeah, you're going to do that. So you're getting the card cycle innate- innately. The configuration says you can hold the same number of cards in the configuration as your hand, so generally seven, because uh, Arcanist and Unbound doesn't even need to spend the two stones on... Uh, does he? Where the fuck does he have Arcane yeah. Res? He has Arcane Res aboard, 14 <laughs> wounds, 6-6. Six, six. We have an guy. upgrade yeah. for that, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, you could probably take Arcane Reservoir from him as well, and he'd be fine, because it exists in the faction. I, yeah, and he has, have, he has a good minion to yeah, he has <laughs> I have a very spicy thought for a nerf for him. And that's take away Die Thou Unsung. Hmm. Masters can operate without an engagement range, looking uh, at melee range, yeah. Oh, and yeah. And now he can't charge either. It's yeah, a, it's a very interesting way to l- suddenly have to play a master, and I, I personally like it, but I'm a jerk. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're right. Um, there's there's so much of the card that, like, on the margins, could take a a tweak down, and frankly, giving a model all of the benefits of a four inch uh, no projectile, like a four inch threat range, but can also charge at a two-inch engagement range is just, like, just give ac- absolute control a two-inch melee. Mm-hmm. Or not. Yeah. yeah it, I, 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 Four-inch I, range that yeah. he can shoot through stuff with. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But anyway, yeah, back to, to the configuration. In addition to the card cycling, the configuration also says if you have at least three cards in the configuration of the same suit, all models with repository add that suit to their final dual total. Now, this is the part that when I've, I've tried him out to just kind of run through him, see what he does. As much as my, like, I like playing with the weird Trixie Master's brain should like this, I don't. Because it's very, like, Pear was talking about you, you need a decision point. That is the decision point that I think is supposed to be holding the crew into a reasonable situation of which card do I put into my configuration that I probably don't need in my hand and hope to get a better card in my hand, depending on which Damien you're playing and how, so that you're getting these suits built in. Because if you get six or, or three of two different suits, you have two built-in suits on everybody in your crew. And on Unbound, that's two different of your uh, triggers already, before doing anything else, and he does other stuff too. Now, trying for those two, I think, is a trap, because that you, you are, unless you get exactly the right run of cards, that's not going to happen. But building his crew so you have the models in it to keep these cards in your configuration between turns, which is his totem, Lohith, and the Soulstone Gammon, which, so you're, you're pretty easily keeping three of them, depending on what you're building your crew for. You can essentially get those three cards in there and have the suit you need for whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't see too much reason to cycle it after that. Yeah. And it's always crows. You always want crows. Yeah. <laughs> because crows yeah. unlock uh, your your additional card draw off of uh, what's the trigger? Prioritize? Um, something like that? Uh-huh. Uh, it turns on etheric calibrator on Marco. Yeah, prioritize. Choose a card in your configuration, add it to your control hand. Oh, you've right. cheated out of your hand? Great. You hit prioritize on Bellavantine Thorpe from across the board. You you deal damage, you give stun, and then you draw a card that's in your configuration back into your control hand. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a lot. A, There's a lot of resource generation. It's it's not enough it's not enough meaningful decision points once you like have the crew down mm-hmm. to keep them from just being ridiculously uh resource efficient. And because with Unbound, um, you can bounce every action in the crew through your House the Soul models. Every model in the crew becomes Rasputina in terms of threat range. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, I don't need these cards to cheat defense duels. Yeah. The, so, yeah. The other thing I want to call out here is is both versions of Damien. Because I've, I've tried games against them, too. One, I find actually to be a fun game if the opponent is, like, clever about it. Mm-hmm. Two is is just not fun. Or un, Unbound, rather. Mm-hmm. But both of them, the, the strategy, as best I can tell, is the same. Kill Lohith, and suddenly the crew just kind of unravels. As much as the crew can, anyway. Which, by itself, is not a, a design I'm a fan of. Like, A, that yeah. means you have to bring this ten-stone model in order for the crew to work. Which isn't I think, a healthy area to be for a crew. And then, yeah, he's hard to take down, but if you manage it, okay, uh, you just lost. Yeah, I think that there... I mean, I I think the crew is still so good that even sans Lohith, you can make a game of it. Um, But it is... 
there is a certain idea that I've seen quite a lot in the in models where it seems like okay, well, the counterplay is to kill the model, and that's not highly satisfying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like being able to do stuff in my own. I, I like being able to make choices in my own play around how I use cover, navigate the board, advance my own plans that interacts with enemy models in indirect ways. And when and and this this goes double for the guild mage, but when there is a model where it is just okay, well I hired this, you have to kill it first. If you don't kill it first, nothing else you do matters. <laughs> Good day. That's mm-hmm. like one, I I I'd hire a guild mage just so I know what you have to gun for, but like <laughs> if there was nothing on the card except you have to kill this model first <laughs> like um it's 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 just a i don't like feeling like i've got my arm twisted at hiring like okay i have to answer this particular model and then i can play the game yeah and yeah that lohith is is like that to uh, an absurd degree Whereas the guild mage is like that to a, okay, it's reason you should be able to put what eight damage on a model that has to be mid board to do what it wants to do. Like you can do it, but it is it's it's still just a frustrating dynamic. Doug, did you have a thought? You had a face that said you had a thought. Oh no, I I read uh, a po- I got a pop up. Someone's using a bot bot, and um, it made me uncomfortable. I'm not with the uncle too. <laughs> let's uh let's Okay, we're not gonna read that out loud. We're almost <laughs> like an hour in, I think, at this point, so let's Okay, like what are the what are the two we'll say th- no, so we'll say three. So you get three changes to fix. First one would be to Witness. make repository not draw a card. Yep. Mm, I don't think that works. Yeah, you you need more than that. I Let's well, let's say the configuration and repository need an adjustment. Okay, yeah. Let's with that. I mean, it could be you just flip the top card of your deck into the configuration. Yeah, then you got to play like off of it. I like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I and then that. you'd possibly put some sort of mechanic in there. Not not a ton, but one where you can place a card on top of your deck or something like that. Like, oh, well, I mean, on occasion you can get the card or suit <laughs> yeah. you want in there specifically. I mean that's that's what prioritize would end up doing is right, but it would be massively harder for you to just always have crows built in all the time, mm-hmm. and I think that could be fine. I don't know. I'm it, it'd be a starting point. Um, and then I'd remove uh, refraction and I had a I had a thought if we if we if they knocked off the whole uh, die thou and sung stopped him from having a two inch reach. What if refraction only worked for him? What if that became Damien's thing? Oh, if Damien could bounce, if Damien, if Damien could bounce only, Damien has through, a ra- give Damien the raspy mechanic of I can shoot through my gamut or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. the The problem is every model in the crew drawing line of sight through him, and he's yeah. unkillable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it it may it, it keeps the flavor there without like you know, yeah, ripping yep. it out of him. I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I think that. Um. Yeah. I didn't say this earlier, but I'm going to say it again because I like saying it every freaking time. 
I don't like a I don't like no you can't mechanics in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So redirect magic is just it's just not fun. Like one of the biggest selling one of the biggest selling points of Malifaux is the trigger system and the fact that you just say no, no. Yeah. I, I don't have to deal want, with that. If you want a mechanic like redirect magic, you do something more like models counterspell. Have, enemy enemies have to yeah, like yeah. maybe give him maybe give him a better counterspell. So it's not just six inches, or just give him a counterspell. <laughs> like, make him live Sonya life. Like, I mean, that, would, that would fit with him being a, a previous right. stalker, and it yep. makes sense like, because yeah, which counterspell isn't that bad of a thing to bring into him because then he's having to ditch a bunch of cards to clear all those fucking triggers. Yep. Yeah, I mean, my my only counter build is a trigger hate witch hunter crew. Um, it's not going to work against a great player, but it. It creates the space to have a game. Yeah. yeah, I I haven't found a good way to deal with two that is reasonable for more than like a very specific crew that also wants to actually play the game. One, so at Aspirant, what I found works there is again try to take out Lohith without needing to spend more resources than they are using to keep Lohith alive, and even I think better than that if you can manage it, attack their hand. Because yeah. for him to use the configuration, he needs to discard cards. What um? What is Lohith like? Like what makes him unkillable? I guess because I just see armor one and the ability. He's a henchman. Okay, so not and he can seem that unkillable. Uh, he can regenerate stones. Lohith isn't unkillable, but it takes more than most other things of his cost to bring down. Yeah. Uh, ba 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 ba. Claim gemstones is the thing that really keeps him up. Um, okay. So just because you're gonna spend stones like water on him, and then you just get him back. <laughs> um, you or sorry, that's the that's the heal. Um, living soul stone. himself. Where is living soul stone on the, the front? Living soul mm-hmm. stone. That's the one. Living soul stone. You just get. You generate soul stones. Which, I mean, if you have less control with the um, configuration, that might solve itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But. Cool. Well, I, I think without turning this into a let's pick apart witness and either fully redesign them or how do we beat them podcast, I think that's pretty good coverage on him. Um, yeah. It's going to be weird because all the stuff that's wrong with it would have to be errated on all the cards. Is going to be the problem. Yeah. 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 Has anyone, like, r- r- real quick, this looks like fun, has anyone obeyed him to just deal two damage to himself or positive flips? I, I mean, I have not done that, but it is something that immediately appeared as, ah, yeah, that could be funny. Because, <laughs> like, if he has Soulstone Geode up, it says friendly models, he's a friendly model mm-hmm. to himself. If you're controlling him, you can mm-hmm. declare it to, for him to take damage. So if you have him mm-hmm. charge a friendly model, suddenly you're on positives to attack, and obviously you're going to hit, so then you're on positives to damage, and that's two damage off of Lohith, plus whatever to that opposing model. Anyway, I just, sorry, I just saw that. I haven't looked at this crew nearly as much as I should have. Let's move on. <laughs> so that Jeffrey and Eli can say words. Uh, <laughs> I got the wheel of names up here, and I've spun for our first faction because that's how we're doing things now. Nice. And I've got, like I've got R for Rarkinists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Resurrectionists, buffs, and cuddles. 
I got a got a small list here. I don't think any of us are like Rezzer mains. I had to reach out to a friend to uh, get some ideas. Um, so right now we have listed for buffs, and these are literally all from my friends. So that's great. Lampads, Mortimer, Asura, and basically the entire Transmortis card draw engine. Yeah, we talked about card draw being a bit of an issue. Who'd, who'd have thunk it? What? Wait, why is that in the buff list? Yeah, I'm a little concerned. That that does not need to be in the buff Whoops. list. I've played Transmortis exactly one time, and throughout all five turns, he never masked my suit once. Hmm. That sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've played uh, as Transmortis exactly once. It was against um, Axelst, so not exactly a chump, like an incredibly <laughs> good player. And I drew very easily. I was drawing multiple cards a turn. So yeah. that, I mean, the whole keyword is one stone over or one wound over cost and armor one and harder wound. Yeah. Yeah. And has a, a the, the models be efficient. Yeah, and a ranged <laughs> bonus action to hand out stunt. Yeah, and bonus stunt. Cool. Ugh. That's fine. The fine keyword. Anyways, I, I'll I will transfer the card draw down to the right list. Does anyone have suggestions for making lampheads better? I'm. I know early on in in the edition they needed some help, but I was under the impression that after their last errata, they were in a pretty good spot. Because if you, like, essentially, as long as you play them positionally well, you should have a pyre marker next to them, and unless you run out of cards, they don't die. Mm-hmm. But I I also haven't faced them in a minute, so. Yeah, I haven't seen I, I haven't seen Revenant I've, in a while. Same. I've seen Lampads and they I they seemed fine to me. Okay. That's well, I mean, that's yeah, just, I, I don't think any of us have strong feelings about Lampads. I was um, on the other side of the table, so maybe uh you know, maybe Scott was struggling more than I thought he was, but he seemed to use them pretty well. Especially anything. since like they, they bring their, their pyre markers with them. Yep. And well, you can walk them through several and then good you just, for its cost. So that's not helpful to me. Okay, moving on. <laughs> this is easy. Mordor. <laughs> oh, Mordor. I've literally never seen anyone play him. Me neither. So possibly might need some help. Correct. Yeah, yeah, probably. I would agree. But what? Damn. Isn't Mortimer like chatty or something? Yep. He has chatty, yeah. I haven't played against a lot of Rezzers. <sighs> Decay is really like... good. Fresh meat is really good. Yeah, he has interesting actions. I think it's his speed. That move four mm. is a problem. And I think if you gave him move four and serene countenance, he would be an interesting choice. Do you mean move five? Or move five, yeah. Mm-hmm. What if what if instead of serene countenance, uh, first to speak? Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah, first to speak. Yeah, that'd be fine. I, I rather, honestly, honestly, I would rather change, uh, rather than change his front of card, Give him a uh, uh, creep along as a second free action. A second bonus. I can see that. Yeah, so turn one, Grave Robber drops a corpse marker, and then turn two, he's able to catch up to where the action is. And I like the image of the the Grave Digger just like... Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, I found a dead body for you. Yeah! <laughs> I was right behind you the whole time! <laughs> yeah. yeah, I Don't think giving him a little bonus speed might, might make him more interesting. Yeah. Hey, 
on top of that, because I like to try and add something to it, you mentioned, yeah, he's got chatty, but the the speed doesn't help with that. What also doesn't help with that is the fact that he is size 2 in a 30mm base. It's way too easy to block auras on things with that stat line. So I I know they would never do this, but make him a 40mm model. Ooh. He's a big boy. Ooh. That would be cool. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. No, change the oh. unexpected zombie trigger on oh. on grave robber. That would be fine too. Um, but change the unexpected zombie trigger to instead of summoning a mindless zombie, make that corpse marker generate his chatty aura um, as well. Ooh, call it talking heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. I like that. I like that a lot. That's cool. yeah. That would be fun. Or you could put them on a 40. Either way works. Real quick question. Does the Resurrectionist faction have any reference to Weekend at Bernie's? <sighs> it should. Uh, it really should. It really should. I don't think it does, though. It could now. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> but and next the reason right, I suggested go. changing manipulative was specifically because Resurrectionist has a lot of terrifying, which means an opponent is probably going to consider Ruthless. Yeah. So manipulative is a defense when Ruthless is one of like the main counters to your faction. Not great. <laughs> well, yeah. let's, let's put this out here. Manipulative is a defense when focus grows on trees but like even, candy. Yeah, even beyond that, just ruthless just it mitigates yeah. that entirely anyway. So, yeah. like, I've yep. played enough journalist. I don't feel as though... <laughs> I don't cry for uh, uh, an eight-cost uh, regeneration plus one hard-to-kill model only having manipulative... All right, fair enough. <laughs> Cries in false witness. I love false anyway. witnesses. Moving on. Asura <laughs> yeah, Rotten. Roten. Asura Roten. That is a, that is a, I played her once, and she was shockingly not remotely worth her cost. I would have rather had Mortimer, for instance. <laughs> um, yeah. She's just massively too suit. Building build in any of her triggers, and she's fine, probably. And she immediately gets better, yeah. Yeah, it's she's just so resource-hungry for, like, no reason. I think what might be holding her back is the come-to-me trigger. Like, don't get me wrong, that's cool that she's summoning in a mindless zombie and it can be, like, everywhere on the table, and therefore she can just give you a schemer as long as it survives after a turn. Yeah. Because um, she, she can get rid of an insignificant. Yeah. But I think the the range is too big. Like. Even if you said outside of the opponent's deployment zone, I think that would be that would be something, and you could you could as you take away there, give her more elsewhere more easily. Because the other thing to remember is she exists in the faction with the whisper, which means yeah. if you spend the whisper on her, you can at the beginning of her turn go, "What do I have? Okay, do I have what I need to do stuff? Cool. If not, yeah. I know I need to spend stuff." <clears throat> uh, yeah, I just. At that point, she's ten stones, and mm -hmm. if I'm your opponent, Are I'm you laughing. Ten stones of work out of her. Yeah, I I think just I've seen Sean get ten stones of work out of her, but that's Sean. All right, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, I only played her no, once. That's a special and, case. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sean is an outlier and should not be considered. <laughs> yeah, I just I, yeah. She's so stone hungry. I I don't know. I I would say build in some of the build in some of her triggers and call it a, and and see if that doesn't fix her. Um, what if you yeah. built in I, the crow? I think for if the anything, summon? if I had to pick, hmm? 
What if you build the crow for the summon? I yeah, because I mean, it's the just a mindless zombie, right? Yeah. yeah, I think I think the crow for the summon and desiccation because yep. her healing the zombies around her that that is very flavor for her, and that should just be she does it. Yeah, yeah, yep. that, that sounds yep. fun. Give her put cr- put two crows on the card and and call it a day. I She's think- not high impact enough that depriving her of all these resources is like here's- necessary. <laughs> Here's here's my issue with the crow being built into uh, zombie apocalypse is then she just needs to use masks and she can do that four times in a turn. Right, but there's only five crowns on zombies. So they don't need to have all five out every turn? Okay, put put once per turn on on zombie apocalypse like you have on every other summon in the game. <laughs> that works. Yeah, yeah. That, that's she fine gets too. One just... or two zombies, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, because like a four of mask and a five of mask, and she could summon in four mindless zombies, and that feels yeah. like a little more than is necessary. Yeah, it would. It would then really feel like an apocalypse, though. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> I um, go ahead. I like to talk last, so go ahead. But yeah, just uh, zombie apocalypse and decay get crows and put a once per turn restriction on zombie apocalypse. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that still gives you the option of using swift action to do it again, so you can get two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I've literally never seen it in a table opposite from me. Okay, uh, so we're, we're adjusting we're adjusting her card, so a couple alternative suggestions. Obviously, I don't think about balance very well, so I apologize <laughs> it's terribly broken. But one, we change Rottenberg Residence to be during their activation or this model's activation. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that works. That, that way works. It plays with reanimate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the other thing is, maybe we just make her even better at buffing mindless zombies. Like her, her card is is resource intensive, but maybe do a situation like Fitzsimmons, where like you bring them for the auras. Maybe like mindless zombies within eight inches gain hard to kill. <laughs> that is annoying. That is so annoying. I love it. Uh, yeah, oh, that, is, no- that is a pain <laughs> in the ass. It would be absolutely nothing worse than a model with like a min one and spending resources into it and still hitting min one, realizing you still need a swing twice. <laughs> yeah, Please something take- like that could be fun. Um, I, like I honestly didn't realize that Rottenberg Residence didn't work during her activation. Right. I, uh, you would think it would, given how I, uh, the- I did. I did think that it did. So, Given how yeah. her re- reanimate specifically says she gets the crow if she's targeting a mindless zombie. <sighs> yep. Great, I can obey a mindless zombie to do a thing during its turn. Woo! <laughs> and then I can I can accomplice to the mindless zombie so it can interact. <laughs> Yay! Oh, oh no. rotten. <laughs> Does anyone else forget that accomplice exists in the game? Often. Sometimes. I know it's there, I just don't like it. Okay. I don't think I run anything that has it. Yeah. There's like two places I use it fairly regularly, and one of them is mouse to give Tony an extra focus. (laughs) I've used it um, with the Wicked Dolls, because Mm. I've been like, I want to kill this thing, like, immediately on my turn, so they're going to threaten you, and then I'm going to have something else hit you with that threat. Yeah, that's the other one I've used it regularly with. (laughs) Nice. Alright, that's our... Three, two. Is there a two that need One. buffs? 
left. Uh, now, for, now for the cuddles. Now for the nurse. Uh, I think we have slightly better opinions on this, or at least stronger opinions. Uh, the whisper might be, might be too, but just a little overdone and too good. Yeah, a little bit. The the <laughs> ability for any Rezer master, several of whom are very well designed to either kill or summon and buff their crew, so long as they have specific cards. The ability for them to go, let me see the next three, so I know what they are, when, and reorder them to do what I want to do in the order, and then know whether or not they need to stone. And then, if using those cards, they kill something, they get to draw one. Little, little bit too much. Yeah, I think that um, intuition is one of those abilities that you remember when it matters and forget when it doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. And well, I, so feel like, I, I feel like Rezzer players never forget it because they always have it. Yeah, well, on their master. Right, My Rezzer master, master activates, I look at three cards. Re- sorry, y- yeah, that's not, that's not what I meant. I, I meant, you. like, yeah. there's there's any number of times you look at it as like, okay, well, there's an eight of masks, a seven of rams, and a two of something. Doesn't matter. Okay, I guess I'll hit one of my TNs but stone for that trigger, and then I'll spend a focus to try and clear this two out, and then I've, I've got one AP left. Blah. Like, it, it didn't do anything, really. But, on the other hand, you remember those times that Seamus is like, ah, yes, a 13, and then a crap card, and the red joker. Nine damage to face, no resources out of hand. Suck it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I don't know that that's, that intuition is necessarily the problem. My inclination when I see card draw in the game is to go, eh, doesn't seem fun. <laughs> Get rid of the card draw. <laughs> Give it something else instead. Anything is more dynamic than I draw a bunch of cards. Well, my resolution is going to be just put it back in the same order so you know what's coming up. But if you just want to stop the card draw entirely. Yeah, I mean, Intuition is fine, I think. Especially, like, you're paying two stones. Just, instead of draw a card, uh, this model heals two. And, uh, or whatever the, um... Oh, what's the ability Lady Justice has? Unnatural Vigor. Just give it, put Unnatural Vigor on it instead of the, the card draw. The research specimen, I see that. My My concern is intuition on any master in a faction. Or any henchman in a faction. On any up to two models in a crew. Anything that costs nine soul that, stones or more. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I play the I faction think- of double lead-lined coats, and so I, mm-hmm. I can't... Um, when I have laugh off on a stick, I oh. can't talk too much about <laughs> intuition. Uh, for reminding me to uh, I possibly add something... Put it on the list! <laughs> yep. I've been, um, I was planning as on As a it, killed I man, I agree. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, intuition as an ability, I think is fine. But when you can bespoke put it on two models in any crew in the faction, that is where it starts to go. You are now balancing the entire faction around the ability to do this. If you don't, it becomes too good. And if you do, the faction doesn't fire on all cylinders unless you have it on the models that you need to have it on. So it becomes a tax to even function. Hmm. And I I think that is more my concern here. 
I think the it if they were to keep change this and keep it with the abilities on it, I think you just put intuition as the minion only ability. Um, I think that's the easy fix. I think there's probably a better fix, but I'm not a weird developer, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, sure, sounds fine. <laughs> okay, next up, uh, this I believe has a question mark on it. Yes, Grave Spirit's touch is a bit much. Uh, the one like big like fuck you thing I I know of from experience is the student of Isra with this on it. They become the most obnoxious-to-kill thing in the game. Sans maybe Howard with a full crew and Soulstone Cash on him. Mm-hmm. Hanged um, as well. The other one I've seen this on that sucks oh. is Manos. Because yeah. then he's regen oh, sure. four. God, yeah, Manos hangs. Viscera. Now, granted, if you do that to Manos, that means you're not taking the Whisper on him, which I think is worse. Or, <laughs> the, or throw the Corpse Curator who can blasphemous ritual off of himself. Yep. That's always a fun oh. one. Yep. I don't know. I yeah, think it's Z. fine. <laughs> it's it's really good, but like compare it to um to to Servant of Darker Powers, it's pretty equivalent and no one really complains too much about Servant of Darker Powers. It's good, stuck. but it's two stones. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Servant's I mean, not for great Darker stones. Powers is not. <laughs> <You> are... <laughs> you know, I'm the outcast main guy here. Servant's not great. I don't know what you're thinking about. It's really good on Hanged. I don't know what to tell you. Well, it's because they both just give Hanged terrifying 12. Yeah. <laughs> or 14 or whatever it gives, you know. And, and six inches of movement, so they start drawing cards on turn one, and it, yeah, no, it's it's great on Hanged. Um, but anything else, you know, unless you're doing the um, Barbaros and um, Mature Nephilim, jank that I pull all the time, but you know, other than that... <laughs> so other than the thing that you do... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to admit, it's stupid. It's completely stupid, you know, but, but that's, it's not That's good. an issue it, with the mature Nephilim, which I right. think we should get to later. Exactly, <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's a separate issue. The upgrade itself on anything but those two models in that entire faction, not great. Yeah, I mean, uh, agree to disagree. I haven't played Outcasts in an, uh, in a hot minute, um, but I, I found a few uses for it that I didn't mind. Can't remember what they were off the top of my head, but, you know, I thought it was okay. I guess the, the only difference between the two upgrades really is is regeneration versus um, the heal on killing. Right. Well, In, and, in my and mind. that's what I want to highlight here. The regeneration is in the faction that is supposed to be the recursion tough-to-bring-down guys. So, regen on anything that has hard-to-wound, you're... A, regen 2, specifically. Against most things, you're effective going, you have to hit me twice, or else I don't care as soon as I activate. Sure. Because if you're hitting him with, with <clears throat> men, too. And honestly, they... Not- I have less of a problem with that until you do it on specific things like, uh, let's see, anything with hard-to-kill... Like in yeah, uh, Lowe's yeah. minions, that's usually where I see this be a problem. Because then you have... Uh, put put this on a Kamainu. You will not have a good day. Um, <laughs> well, you will. Your opponent will not. Sure. Um, that's fair. Not to but, mention, Rezzers is the faction of we have more wounds than our cost, so having more wounds to refill... Like... Yeah. I, I think what could be a good change here that would still keep the same flavor, but be less potentially of a feel-bad, 
instead of regen two, make it uh, shielded two every turn. Like you're still reducing oh, the yeah. same amount of wounds, but you're not give gaining them. Give them arcane shield plus two. Yeah. The other thing, blasphemous ritual is interesting, but it's also one in a in a, a addition where we've seen more and more often. If you can pulse out focus, you do it, and that unless your opponent has a way to get around that or do it as much, you are much more likely to win the game. Please see above where we were talking about aggro crews <laughs> win. I think if the the scoring was changed, that's less of a problem. A pulse here and there of focus is fine. If not, I would change this out for something else. But Roman, they have to find a, a course marker. <laughs> yeah, they might have a <laughs> They can hire a buff, a buff Mortimer. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> or a Stura, because she's going to have all sorts of mindless, ne- mindless zombies on the table. Or yeah, the corpse yeah. curator, who is a corpse. <laughs> or I think there's four different models that start with a uh, yeah. corpse uh, marker somewhere on their board. Yeah, like grave robbers or whatever. Gra- grave golem. Uh, or just or hire a mindless zombie. Too. Or hire a mindless zombie. I would say we've beaten the statement to death. Student of Viscera. Hey, and anyone can answer this. What's supposed to be, like, the counterbalance to having hard to wound and an extra wound over your cost? Lower stats, which Transmortis don't have. Nope. <laughs> High five, armor one, hard to wound. And there, there is healing in the keyword, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely yep. there is. And if you want to make it a 10 soulstone model, terrifying 11, regen 2. Plus pulsing out focus, like oh, he's got a good bonus action. Everyone has that fucking bonus action. Yeah, no, lecture oh, notes is an insane bonus action to have across it's so the keyword. It's so and, good. And you know what? Even so if you don't stunned. don't have a don't have a, the ability, if you're not amongst your friends to pulse out that focus, oh, you can just ambush plus uh, charge. You don't have to hit anyone on a charge, so suddenly you are moving. How much? That's right, fifteen inches in activation. Got blank stare as a trigger on lecture yeah, notes. slow and stunned on, slow. on the same bonus what? action. Are, 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 am I playing Nelly all of a sudden? No, because I still have a 2-4-5 <laughs> attack with built-in oh, severe wait, injury. On. Cool. Hold on. I've got, the, I've got the errata. I've got the change. Make students of Viscera journalists as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Done, okay, no one, no one deserves that, even the undead. Make students of visceral journalists, you cowards. You cowards! No, Nate, don't do it. Don't use the power I again. I use my power for evil now. <laughs> I'm a guild main. Jesus Christ. Oh, and Rush, so that's a 7-inch charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's exactly, where you, yeah. yeah you said that. That's where the 15 inches yeah. comes from. <laughs> I don't know why it has constriction uh, when a model engaged by this model is just dead. Is it dead man? Not all. <laughs> yeah, probably not. God. Okay, oh yeah, I built-in enjoy. severe injury on the attack, too? That's cool. Yeah, here's my built-in severe injury. Here's my onslaught. Yeah, okay. It's, a, it's dead. Nice. Oof, uh, emergency surgery, which constructs. is not that useful. Yeah. By the way, I just now learned that emergency surgery says nothing about friendly, so another <laughs> fun target for obey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, just Emphasis that on guy the emergency. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he took the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> <laughs>
What's the over-under on number of times that action has been taken over the course of the edition? Very I'm going to make sure I make my opponent take it as often as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, the whole game? The whole game for everyone? Oh, Yeah, geez. everyone, the whole edition. I'm going to go with uh, uh, five. It's, Ooh, that, it's, it's maybe been used I, on, like, on our Von Stuck or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that's where I see I think it happening you're not as wrong. well. I think you're not wrong, but you need to remove Tony players from the equation, or else they will be a a, a outlier of your point. Just because Mouse will stand behind Tony and go, oh. "You're fine." No, you're I mean fine. emergency surgery on this on this model. Yeah, on the student of Viscera. Oh, okay. The two living models in its crew. <laughs> the number of times it has been used <laughs> is less than the number of times that a player has gone. Oh, if I remembered I had emergency surgery, I would have denied your, your assassinate point. And if we buff Mortimer, you'll have another living model in the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the whole crew pretty much is constructs, so uh, that student of steel's field repairs is all a bit the more time. Useful. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, it's the, the entire keyword is just a little bit overtuned, and I mm-hmm. don't and like viscera is a symptom of that. Um, yeah. Too much card draw, just a little bit too good in a number of ways. I'd hit the card draw because I don't like it. <laughs> I think I think that is a big problem with the crew over the overall. Yeah, change it so that it's also not like strict viscera card draw. To go down to defense four. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but uh, uh, change it so that it's not draw a card. It's cycle a card on uh, studied opponent. And, uh, whatever. That's probably better, yeah. Um, the thing I feel also doubly sucks is the fact that it's not the flipped card, it's in the final dual total, so built-in suits are just free money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Says the Tony player. (laughs) (laughs) My main attack has two built-in suits. (laughs) But she needs them to function, Doug. (laughs) Well, thank goodness she can, because the entire crew can put stunned on her. Yeah. And then she will melt. <laughs> That's good because those suits are still there, though. <laughs> <sighs> Just can't clear the triggers. That's all. Hey, I was doing a good job the last time I played Von Stuck, but that was because I was hiding in Steam the entire goddamn time. <laughs> hiding. Did that make the Von? Did that make the Von Stuck player pretty steamed himself? Yeah, especially when I dragged his ass into it. <laughs> nice. Mmm, steamed ass. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um that's Viscera. We kinda went over the Transmortis card draw, but that would also just require all of the cards to be updated, which I'm not sure they wanna do. No, they're not gonna do it. Not not for a keyword that's been in the game as long as Transmortis has. Or hey Eli, we could give him an update kinda like uh the Dreamer One that got. Yeah, just give just, just put an ability on there that makes the whole crew function less well. That's well, no, yeah, a great declare, idea. When you ever want to declare a bonus action, you gotta discard a card. <laughs> Ooh. Just, spicy. That's actually not that not that bad. On a Lovelace meta cruise now are a thing. Yep. <laughs> I I has I, I don't because mm, I feel like Stuck is very, very critical for both crews. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, if you if you made it made a whole, oh, like, yeah, you like, have to discard to do your bonus actions. No, 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 no. It's it's easier than that. Just um, uh, give him an ability that reduces his maximum hand size to five, four, three, four. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this model doesn't have to. 
Just violently trying to keep your opponent's master alive so they're at a reduced hand size. His, ma- his maximum hand size is reduced by the, the turn number. Ooh. <laughs> no. But he has arcane maximum, reservoir. His maximum hand size is reduced. <laughs> his maximum hand size is reduced by the number of friendly Transmortis models in play. First turn, no cards. No cards. <laughs> Can still double aggro you, but like has how, no how hand handle, to support it. How do you handle negative cards? Are you giving your opponent more cards? Yes. Ooh. No, no, you, zero. You can't go below zero. Yeah. Actually, no, you do oh go below God. zero, but then you have to draw the entire deck. <laughs> That's some programming humor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell you the poem is just take a card from the top of your deck, put it in this card pile. <laughs> Bonstruck's new title is Gandhi. <laughs> On the plus side, first couple turns, you can't cheat anything. You're going to lose a bunch of models. You'll be okay by turn three. Yeah. Me <laughs> and Gong all over again. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Bend that wheel. I wanted to make my joke a little bit more accurate, but I think we moved on. Keep going. Whatever. Oh no, he's draw two hundred and fifty-five cards. <laughs> uh, right, wheel. Uh, wheel of names. Give us a sacrifice. The <laughs> wheel. We live and die by wheel the wheel. Of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson. That Tell we us the lesson learn. that we should learn. Never born. Ah, all right. Oh, we'll let you like talk. Yay! Look, I. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot here. Who's this I guy? Feel like I have. I feel like I have to more quests that I've I've said over and over again. Like, and this is maybe I'm biased, but like I I don't think putting abilities on masters, the purpose of which is to nerf their crew, is a good idea for the game. You're right. Yeah. It just does it does feel wrong. We after having many conversations and playing some games, like it's we've come to the conclusion that Dreamer is best when he dies for the crew. Mm-hmm. When he if, if if you take Dreamer and get him killed immediately, like after like a summon or two, he has improved the crew more than if he stays in it. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Um because like honestly, with with the way Lucid Dream works, at this point you're more likely to and I keep meaning to find a way to like prove this mathematically, but you're you're often more likely to remove severe cards from your deck, having them discarded from Lucid Dreaming. And then you are to get like enough lower cards out for long enough to matter. Yeah. So it does. It does not balance. It makes you worse. I think that the optimal solve for the the lucid dream issue from the beginning was make there a ten card limit for how many cards you can have removed from the game. That opens you up for more design space with other masters that want to remove cards from the game. Like it's. So you don't have this problem coming up again, and it also doesn't force you to just like kneecap your own crew. <laughs> it's it's just just that's all I want is vivid nightmares removed and ten card limit and the rules. I think that's totally um, reasonable. That's totally I have cool. yeah. Dreamer also I think is like I feel I'm gonna I'm gonna soapbox a little bit. I apologize. Not really. <laughs> I feel like there are some masters that when they get nerfed in Malifaux they're nerfed with a scalpel. Like, we're going to delicately carve out this one small problem 
and like leave the leave the bigger issue there so that like Yumi from a from would get like Seamus, for example, with his whole like I have an infinite combo with uh McMorning. McMorning. So what do we do? We we delicately change McCor- McMorning's action so it can't be on on other masters. Leaving Seamus well, with I can still get a ton anymore. of fucking actions each turn, just not yep. infinite. Like delicate scalpel, scalpel. Whereas Dreamer, when he gets nerfed, he has he gets like a hammer nerf. Some might say he was cricket bat to the bat. face. Dang it! Yep. <laughs> it's the Wi-Fi. I know. I'm in the Wi-Fi now. Welcome to the network. <laughs> we already had um, Stitch Together changed in a reasonable way. I agree with the changes from Stitch Together from the beginning, where you can actually now. Opponents can interact with the the gamble your life thing. That's that's fair and good, but then they decide later on that Dreamer shouldn't be able to summon them anymore, and we also need to nerf his best uh, enforcer in four different ways, and then we also need to add vivid nightmares. And all of this is happening at the same time that we've nerfed all summoners in the game. Where'd your scalpel go? McMorning stole the hammer. The Rezzers would have the scalpel. Honestly, the m- We've gotten enough power creep that I feel like original Dreamer wasn't isn't wouldn't be that bad in this meta. No. Another and on top of that, I do feel like I'm not saying Neverborn always gets the hammer because where is Nephilim's like Nephilim's getting like the scalpel treatment? Mm-hmm. Why they're the problem? Like they're sorry, I haven't I haven't got to nerfs yet, but like they're I will I will approach that in a second, but like. <laughs> there are some masters, and I'm not saying this is a this is a Neverborn gets the hammer, everything else gets the, it's just some masters get hammers, some ha- masters get scalpels, and I don't understand why that is. Because playtesting yeah. is hard, and that's like because playtesting is hard. We we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and if um, we did, we wouldn't be able to say anything, right? So I I I don't. Um, I don't think that weird ever means to nerf something into irrelevancy. I think that, um, Tell Yasunori. <clears throat> yeah, well, no, <laughs> I think that sometimes they do nerf things into irrelevancy. Uh, once Yasunori, um, <laughs> maybe twice with Somer, but, um, <laughs> But I, I don't think that's ever the intention. I think there's just a lot of moving parts, and it's a game where um, small changes can have huge impacts. So yeah, which is to say, I don't know. I don't know how useful a lot of discussion around who gets a scalpel, who gets a hammer, um, is necessarily. But I, I agree that like Dreamer got a very blunt instrument change and deserved a more nuanced thing. Um, I will say the one thing that I wish about Weird's errata process is that once you eroded a model because a game mechanic is a problem, like, remember that and don't put that mechanic on future models. Like, in 2nd edition, Leviticus's channel being a non-focused way to get a positive to damage was a problem. So they changed it to channel just gave him a focus. And then 3rd edition reverted it so that he got a non-focus way to get positives to damage. And it was a problem, so they reverted it. <laughs> and then they printed Loheth 
giving everyone within an aura positives to damage as though that wasn't going to immediately be a problem. And I, I just... Like... Whoops. I failed take you the, the lesson. problem. Take the lesson. <laughs> Assume that it will still be true later on. I don't know. That's that's all. Third time's the charm. Yes, I mean, <laughs> those who do not study history are doomed to repeat it moment. Yeah. But it's not, a, it's not a pattern until you've done it three times. Yeah, yeah three times. Rule of threes, right? It's never gonna happen right. again now. Lohith, you're the last one. <laughs> never again. Lohith is the punchline. We got it. So what else are we buffing in the Neverborn, guys? Angel Eyes. Give Just Neverborn. Angel? Yeah. Give Give Never No, yeah, seriously. Like, who's though. that? <laughs> what was the that? one what gun was that? that exists in Neverborn? There's three. Uh, actually yeah, hey, Hugo exists. Maurice? How could you forget Maurice? <laughs> okay, but yes. it's the one gun that has an actual gun's range on it. Uh, it's a gun that could eight be relevant. Eight inch is not a gun range. Eight inch is relevant. That's mid range. It's a shotgun need long range. range. Some guns aren't meant to be shot at a long distance. But like, in all honesty, like Neverborn has very low range overall. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of actual offensive actions that are ten inches or longer. Like I've gone through card by card. There's a very small amount of <laughs> ten inch or longer damage dealing actions that matter in Neverborn. The longest ranges you can get for damage are on Angel Eyes, who is not worth the nine stones you spend on her. Or if you're playing specific masters, like you can bring in um, uh, McTavish with uh, Zoraida, but I don't want to play Zoraida every game just because I want a gun, and he's not ex- exactly like <laughs> a- an exemplary example of what a gun can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get Paul Crockett, who you know we love Nate, but he's not. <laughs> he's limited again not to a master to specifically, yep. and he's not exactly the best gun either. So like. If we could have one really good long-range threat that's versatile to the crew, that would be amazing. Just boost her up to those nine stones, and I think the first thing you do is give her advanced sights. Yeah. When when you compare her to any of the decent to good snipers in the game, which are all cheaper than her, you're yes. just like, yeah. she should definitely have advanced sights. Especially if, fluff-wise, she's Hanging with the Neverborn. She knows how to th- shoot through the woods. Yeah, let's ignore that concealment, please. She literally has no. advanced sights built into her face. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, what if what if uh, she gets ambushed? What if she gets ambushed as a second free action? Why would I need her to move around that much? Yeah, angles. Well, like, like the the idea of being a mobile sniper isn't a bad thing to. B, it's just the rest of her isn't worth that. Yeah. So I think playing into that is still something useful. I could see you going even crazier and giving her uh, Secret Passage. Oh! Secret Passage or Creep Along, I think, would yeah. be the ways to do it. I mean, oh, creep, along, creep Along is enough to make me take Sam Hopkins consistently all the time at the same cost. Um, now, granted, he's better in other ways, too, but... Um, but worse in other ways. So yeah, I mean, give her give her a creep along, or secret passage or something. Yeah, onward, or is that too limiting? No, onward would be good. Yeah, I think onward's fun. Yeah, I have one other suggestion, and it's a spicy one. I don't think she deserves un. I don't think she deserves advanced sights. 
I think she deserves ungentlemanly affairs. <laughs> what? <laughs> now that whoa, that's inspired. Yeah, for nine it's, stones, I you don't that. hate it. She's not Drop. a spike damage model. She would need to go down to stat five on the rifle and the sidearm. And she could go up to stat why? six on the claws. I'd say keep why? the stat. At, at that point, six? she's not worth what she's but, doing for her role. <laughs> and drop keep... expert shot. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you would you would drop expert yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, You'd replace it. I'd say if we're going to adjust the gun in any way, keep the stat six, but take off critical strike. So now you're going to be a lot more reliable hitting, but you can't spike a ton of damage and make it feel bad. Yep, that'd be fine. I just I have, Eli. He's the expert here. Yeah, I've started I mean, playing no, are... Dua Umbra, so I have feelings about ungentlemanly affairs. <laughs> but yeah, the idea of like the plants are speaking to her and giving her spotter advice. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> if that's a great idea. Yeah, if you're in the rough, if you're in the bushes and whatnot, the bushes are 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 uh, ratting you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought no, you were that, just being. That excessive. is something I hadn't ever considered. That and- that and even for like friendly fire, like her crew is specifically holding them down for her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good because like feel. that's her, that's her thing. Like, all right, pin them down, baby. <laughs> it's the Navy SEALs thing. Calling for God. Nah, it's just that Angel Eyes is resentful of every other Neverborn and fully willing to put a bullet through their shoulder if it means <laughs> yeah, what? killing that motherfucker. You should have ducked. <laughs> I whispered, Duck, why didn't you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I thought you wanted to hit him with your black blood. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a I cool mechanic, say, actually. Cause one bullets. damage to friendly model to ignore friendly fire. Ooh. Yeah. My my one issue with that is it only benefits one keyword. Yeah. The keyword that probably doesn't need any more benefit. Exactly. That's, that's, okay. The I keyword that cares that. the least about ranged, like, help because they're already in your face. (laughs) Okay, okay. I will say one thing I have have always wanted for her ever since they brought this action into the game and maybe it's asking too much but I want want her to have patient strike. That's on the crisis core? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I want that on every sniper and also uh, uh, frickin yeah, no, every sniper (laughs) patient strike. I would love absolutely it. love well, her I, to have I, that. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I do think if you're going to give it to one of them, I think she's the one to give it to. Because again, hanging out with the the Neverborn, mm-hmm. just finding a spot and sitting there until it matters. That, mm-hmm. that would go against her sort of pseudo theme as a mobile sniper, though. That's, That's fair. Right. I mean, if we want to change that theme, we can change that theme. I'm saying as things stand, she is supposed to can, be a little how, bit of a pinball. What about butterfly jump? In what way? Patience uh, indicates you sitting still. No, I mean, like, how is she? Because I see reposition on her. Yeah, that's that makes Which her is on other snipers <laughs> on the prowl and reposition. Okay, I I mean, reposition to me seems like a beat only there because it's on sharp claws to get away from enemies that are in your face. No, it's also on the rifle. <laughs> yeah. That, oh yeah, that's, it is. That's not unusual for that. other snipers, though. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I, I think on the prowl is what gives her that feeling of like being a mobile sniper. 
I also might be re- partially remembering second edition card too. Yeah, so she definitely that. moved more uh, in her second edition card. For some reason, I haven't seen her on the board in third edition. So <laughs> weird. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy how that works. Like, since we're adjusting her, she's got like no defenses. At least give her defense five. Jesus, she's got disguised. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that bandana. She's disguised. Yeah, yeah she's doing a little. She's doing a little. She could be an executioner. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that could be Jonathan Reichardt under there. <laughs> could be a boat. <laughs> he's he's lost weight. Um, so that, could be, that could be two gremlins. A, a trench coat. <laughs> that could be two could gremlins be right two gremlins. there. Rammy's on someone's shoulders. We 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 are. This is a long ass recording. We got to keep going. <laughs> So what else are we right. buffing? Because I feel like there's a couple half-bloods missing from here, too. Hey, anything you I want mean, to give to Tuco, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> family. I want Tuco to have the family keyword because I will hire him as written in a family crew. Um, also, just give him blow to hell. Give him blow to hell. Give oh, yeah. To hell. Absolutely. Neverborn needs marker removal. Give him blow to hell. Isn't Tuco in, in The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Tuco... Doesn't he have like dynamite in that film? Yeah, like in the in the one story that he was in, like he's blowing up the honeypot casino at dynamite. Oh yeah, <laughs> just like Papa Loco would have taught him. They to. put it in the yep. story. Yeah, make a deal with you. You give Tuco family, and you give um Anna Anna Frycorp, and we'll call even. <laughs> sure, done. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. how is this? How is this benefiting the Neverborn at all? That's not a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but I'll take it. I've got the old metal Tuco Ortega. I love that model to tiny pieces. I want to put it on the board. That's all. You know, I really genuinely think just giving a blow to hell and having a an actual role that's like distinct to him and the the faction would put him on the table more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he just wanna... does nothing for Neverborn. He does stuff for family. Uh, mostly, like Disillusion is very good. Yeah. Um, Stealth on a from the shadows model, even if his range is eight, is you know it's not bad. And I just uh, love Flay. I don't know why. I just love it so much. <laughs> Flay on a two, three, four damage track. Yeah. Okay. I fine. Yeah. Eh. Doug, what you got? You get good for a laugh. That's an excellent trigger. Uh, Maurice, I feel like is just as unknown. Yeah. Yeah. What does Maurice do again? Can we update his name? Maurice is a stupid name. I, I fucking <laughs> love it. I love it so much because second edition it was Scion of Black Blood, and now yeah, it's just now he's Maurice. just some bartender. Like <laughs> just some people call him Maurice. Well, well. Can we, wait, title Maurice. Maurice, gangster of love. <laughs> Make him a bandit. I want space cowboy. Actually. Ooh. Infamous I have an answer. I have an answer to Maurice, but then you'd have to change to a brown card. And I have an answer to Maurice that might actually swing into the two. I I don't know meta. It just feels like it almost might be too good. So I'm going to fuck it. Do it. Let's hear it. First to speak. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. Because that I, combos with low to the ground because that needs mm-hmm. to be activated. Plus, suddenly backup becomes really good because if you put the attack onto him, they're on Nyx. Yeah. Just a big old yeah. hole of don't fucking shoot here. Uh, That's not bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, good. That could work. Right. Okay, what's the needs nerfed in the Beverdorn? I mean, that 
The Bevernorns? Yes. The Bevernorns? Bevernorns. I think, I think the first thing we need to do with is the mature Nephilim. What do we do to them? I, I don't know, but they get too much benefit <laughs> from being minions and being insane like they are. Like, because you can put any, any upgrades on them and it's like, bam, they get, they get the minion benefit on a 10 stone monster that will already kill you. They don't need that kind of a boost. And I feel like they're a big reason why we don't get a lot of, like, a lot of, like, nice things like, ooh, but what if the, what if that pairs with the mature Nephilim who can be brought into any, any crew in Neverborn? Or in, yeah, I agree. I think they're, they're good now. enough that they're warping the possible design space. Yeah. Plus, on top of that, we're, we're getting the, the cavern Nephilim <laughs> brought in. So, like, having that many 10 stone Nephilim minions with, Broodmother specifically, but just in general is like, it's a lot. It was very much a lot. Yeah, the thing is, it's also, you do that, you're removing the growing mechanic and stopping at young if you're not making them minions. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they should be minions, but they need to be brought down because they are, I mean, they're they're the number one reason that um, Inhuman Reflexes got nerfed, because it was too good on them. Uh, I thought it was just it was too good on Agent, what's his name, from Elite. Agent forty six. Yeah, he's him. probably a, a. He's probably the second. I don't know how okay. close that was because he can only be brought into into Lucius. Like, yeah, these guys were brought into like every crew, and st- oft- often still are brought into just any crew because, hey, ten stone minion that can fly across the board and eat your people. Mm-hmm. And so how and, would you nerf him? Like, like if you had the choice, would you nerf their durability and make them more glassy cannons or? knock down the damage output a little bit. Like, I, I just, I want to know what you think. I think they could, they'd probably be fine with a 3-4-5 damage track. Honestly, nerfing myself on this, because I use a lot of Barbaros crews and Outcast, yeah. if you remove their fly with me, that would cut down a lot of their actual getting to kill stuff mobility. Hmm. Yeah, especially since they are doing fly with me with a 50 mil base. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's bigger than a lot of fly with me. And they can bring yeah. in like a anything size two with them. Yeah, yeah, which for me is Barbaros, which is bad enough. Yeah, <laughs> right. But like bringing in a young Nephilim with them and then killing mm-hmm. a thing in front of them, and then it becomes oh, you, another you... mature. Yeah, I can see that that being replaced with something else. I mean, you lose the cool drop from above flavor thing where you throw like a top of people. It's hilarious, but <laughs> I could almost see them losing combat finesse. Yeah, like you don't want to fight them in melee anyway. Exactly, yeah. like you, they're it would force them to be more clever with their two inch engagement more than I'm sure good Neverborn players with them are already as as kind of its own defense built in. Plus, they have regen too. Yeah, and that that already helps with their their getting more black blood that way. If not that, I'm almost wondering if like keep that, but go with what Eli said of drop the the severe six to a five. Go one further, make it a three four four. Like we I, haven't seen too many things with that flat of a damage track, but apparently it was too good because Joss doesn't have it anymore. Um. If we're reducing that, then we would probably need to go to a different profile. Yeah, because it wouldn't be heavy claws anymore. Yeah, yeah. A, a yeah. three, four, five oh, is nice. executioner claws, but that also gives them the benefit of ignoring defensive triggers, which I, th- I don't think we want. 
No, no. they don't need that. Ferocious Claws, Ferocious Claws instead goes down to a 2-4-6, but that also involves a push, which is also sort of a side grade. The you also have to remember, is... Young Nephilim have Deadly Claws, which is 2-4-5 with a positive flip built in. Hmm. So if there's no point of going to a better damage track than the Young, why would you grow it? Fair. I mean, this would still be better. It would be a 3-4-4. Four, four. Two four five. I mean, yeah, two four five, five is. Yeah, but like, yes, it's not better on the top end. It's still better on the low end. Suddenly, you don't you don't necessarily put focus on these guys. You just care that you hit. You don't really care what damage you're doing. I don't know. I think mature are fine for where the game is at. I think that there may be a little. They are maybe a little deadlier than I want the game to be. But there's so much in the game that is basically on par with them that I I feel weird I would feel weird about nerfing the matures. Here's, like here's I, I have a counter to that. It is sure. nerfing them is not to benefit other factions. It's to give design space to the rest of the Neverborn who are suffering because of all the fun stuff that can just be put on sure. Nature Nephilim. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh you can't hire them. They can only be grown. <laughs> Ooh. Interesting. I like, I like that. that. Or they, at the very least, can't be. Well, there's a way. Like, just they can't be hired out of keyword. Because I mean, Broodmother's going to grow them anyway. That's that's going to happen no matter what. Um, right. But that prevents other ones from never born hiring them straight out. Yeah. Other suggestion. Um. What about dropping them to move five? Oh, jeez. Yeah, making them six. slower because they're big. move six with flight and flight. Chalky boys. <laughs> right. They maybe maybe they get that big and they slow down a little bit. Yeah. Everything else has moved six in the keyword. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe fair. they kind of start lumbering a little bit. <laughs> and that makes the cavern nephilim more unique as the fast big model. Yeah. You know what? That's actually a really good call. Even Caratots are move six? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, even the tots are move six. Well yeah, they're all hyped up on that sugar blood. <laughs> it's a, it's a speedy maybe, keyword. Maybe replace maybe replace fly with me with onward. Yeah, I can see that. Because then that it, four inch place plus a six, uh, 50 mil base is like a six inch move, whereas onward would be move five. Yeah. And it's a, still a walk, so they can still fly. And then, I don't know, maybe give them a trigger to do well, something. Well, also, it would remove my little trick of using 33 to make fly with me and flight models go faster. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think limiting threat, uh, limiting threat ranges rather than reducing their actual damage potential yeah. is probably. I think that's the problem. The is they get they get there too fast. They're yeah. just yeah. bullet trains. Though again, that is a, a critique I have with a, a wide swath of the game is that threat ranges are just longer than I would like them to be. Which is yeah, yeah. It used to be Jess Victoria could go across the table in one action. Now everyone can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Victoria is special. <laughs> uh, Eli, anything else? I had one other suggestion. Oh, go for it, I feel sorry. like the, I have yeah, a couple other things, and mostly are just like what ifs that probably require other changes. I, I seem to have a theme going on here. It's like, what if we do this weird side fucking thing? Yeah. And one of them is <sighs> numbskull. Numbskull? They cannot gain conditions. No. I feel like at that point, they no. I need to be able to stun and slow them. Yeah, seriously. Light them on fire. <laughs> Get them yeah, you want to have a utility pick at that point, then. Oh, you could Karis? No, I got these numbskulls. Let's go. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, you picked Grisha. She's already got a problem with them because they just engage her and she can't attack them. <laughs> you know, I, it's, you know. Oh, you pick Pandora. I got these numbskulls. Let's go. You know, it's just like that's 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 a that's not a side grade. That's a buff. That's a big buff. I like where you're going. My concern was, yeah, was for give them, yeah, yeah, give them give them an ability that says they can't gain focus. Like, uh, yeah. That, I'm trying. I'm trying to resolve this with existing mechanics, and I don't think there's uh, a you can't gain focused ability in the game. I so mean, that's that's the challenge I'm putting to myself. Hmm. There was the whole big workaround with the uh, the black blend shamans already. Like it seems kind of silly to do all that and then be like, oh, and now <laughs> they can't gain focus anyway. Well, that puts more emphasis on using the youngs then and tots, or Layla and the lead to it, and maybe the, the table. twins. Oh, I'm yeah. All right, don't, don't get too big for your britches, buddy. <laughs> hey, Lolito has Lolito has has a lure. Yeah, Lolito, that's the that's the big. Lolito uh, has something. I don't remember. A very good lure, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is a really good lure. I think Lolito should have. Um, yeah, it's a stat seven lure with ways to give a distracted to the target or to any enemy model in the target's line of sight, and a free action card draw that pings black blood, and a barbed wi- a two inch engage. I don't know, Lulitu. Oh yeah, defense four. That's why people don't like it. <laughs> I think I yeah. think they should have bring it instead. Instead of lure, so that she can get slapped with the uh, at defense four. Yeah, they get they they slap on a negative, and then yeah, they get black yeah. blood on. Get black blood back. No, that's fair. And then, like, if she's got someone near them, and she's and of course you got Hayron in the crew. Bam, that's healing for someone next to them. Yep. And if that's a Lelu, then she heals too. And then and then she uh, she cuts Lelu with sadistic glee um, to splash a pointed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it instead of lure. Okay, I don't know. She seems she seems like a, a situational grow as is. Um, yeah, really like the M three E art for Lily too, though. That's uh, those are good eyes. <laughs> okay, um, are we Lulu's got the same anymore? pose that uh, fervent uh, Castore fervent has. <laughs> too many lines. Italian grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I mean, if you're going to pronounce it Castoria, then he has to be Italian, right? <laughs> Castore! Hey! Yeah, okay. I'm never not doing that now. Yeah. God uh, fucking it's... damn it. Is there never going to be, like, any model in... There's going to be a point where every model in Neverborn has a stupid fucking nickname. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Hey, Lady Yummy you. is in Thunders. Thank you very much. That's true. Anyway... Hey everyone, this is Doug editing the episode. We're going to go ahead and end it here. We talked for a long time in this recording, and we've got another one coming up where we'll finish it out. And it's just a lot of content, so we're going to go ahead and split it up into three episodes. So go ahead, wait two weeks, come back, and we'll have another episode, and then two more, and we should round it out. But as I always say, fun is always king, and have fun with your Malifaux games.
Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.